You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to this week's episode of Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Gansert. I am so excited to introduce our listeners today to an incredible couple, a couple who just has such a big heart for animals and, I tell you, a big heart for our hero dogs. Today's episode will feature Mark Steinus and his beautiful wife, Julie, out of Los Angeles. Let me tell you a little bit about Julie first. She is an amazing author, publisher, philanthropist, a social influencer, and a mom to Norbert. And I will tell you that this precious dog, Norbert, is a three-pound registered therapy dog. And she has built a global audience of nearly one million highly engaged followers known as the Norbert Hood. I just love this. And Julie and Mark just recently got married. We all know Mark Steinus through his incredible work on the Hallmark Channel. He's been the host for the Hallmark Channel's Enemy-nominated Home and Family. Along with his co-host, Debbie Matnopoulos, Mark entertains and informs audiences daily with an array of entertaining and relevant lifestyle topics, such as do-it-yourself projects, cooking, celebrities, and experts. And I'm so thrilled to tell you that this year, Mark and Lisa Gibbons will take over as the new host of KTLA's Tournament of Roses Parade. So we'll see them at the Tournament of Roses Parade broadcast this year. You know, Mark's background is so amazing. He grew up in a small town in Iowa and then went to the red carpets of Hollywood, where he has been a three-time Emmy winner and has established himself as one of the most trusted and charismatic figures in entertainment news. Since landing in Hollywood, he's interviewed thousands of A-listers, actors, producers, musicians, and athletes. And prior to joining Home and Family on Hallmark, He hosted Entertainment Tonight for more than 17 years. He co-hosted with the lovely Mary Hart for eight years and was the Winkin anchor and a leading entertainment reporter for nine years. You know, what I think is so amazing about Mark is that he did an incredible KCAL TV special that was so touching. This was Beyond Endurance Madagascar, an Emmy and Golden Mike Award for this tune for Beyond Endurance Borneo, and an Emmy as a host for the 2005 Hollywood Christmas Parade. He's award-winning. He's an incredible interviewer, incredible host, and I think so important to our listeners, an incredible animal lover. He's been with us at the Hero Dog Awards now for most of the time. We've had the Hero Dog Awards airing on the Hallmark Channel, and we're thrilled to have welcomed him back this past year on our red carpet. So, friends, what an incredible couple, a couple who loves animals, a couple who can really share with us the power of animal therapy, particularly Julie and Norbert's work, spending many hours volunteering at hospitals, nursing homes, school fundraisers, and even homeless shelters. This couple, well, friends, they do it all, and they really do help us all to share and uplift the healing power of the human-animal bond, which is what our show is on Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We will be right back after this brief message, and I look forward to the opportunity to introduce you to Mark and Julie Steinus. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's designerpetsweaters.com, hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. 
beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Put a puppy under the Christmas tree. Wait, you read it, not feed it. It's the dog with the opposable thumb, an accidental love story. The fun new book by award-winning author, Mark Barkowitz. When an accidentally DNA-altered puppy is born with a thumb, his lovelorn grad student caretaker devises a strategy to achieve their Kardashian-like fame and fortune. It's funny, intelligent, and incredibly unique. And 20% of book sales benefit the Pasadena Humane Society and SPCA. The Dog with the Opposable Thumb is available now through Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and MarkBark.org. Thumbs up to a howling fun book for the holidays. The Dog with the Opposable Thumb. Order yours now. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. You're listening to Be Humane with Dr. Robin Gansert. I'm so thrilled that we have Mark and Julie with us this morning to share really some wonderful stories about our shared love for animals. Mark and Julie, I know it's early in Los Angeles. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Sure, absolutely. We're up early. We are early risers, and um, it's a joy to be uh, having a chance to have a little conversation with you, Robin. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I know all of our listeners are going to want to send you both their congratulations on your recent wedding, recent marriage. I think it was August 20th where you did your vows in Los Angeles and we're so happy for you all. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, we couldn't be happier. (laughs) It was, you know, it's one of those things that I, you read about in a fairy tale book or something where we knew the minute we met that it was destiny, it was our, you know, destiny, our fate. And it was just a matter of time and transitioning, you know, my two children into or Julie into our lives and all that was it was very important. Otherwise, it probably would have happened a lot sooner, to be honest with you. But it really was. It was a wonderful wedding. It was a pop up wedding in our backyard during a home oh. and family celebration. Oh, I love that. I love that. And we're big fans of home and family and big fans of Hallmark, Mark. And so uh, this is just just terrific. And I just think it's just so wonderful because I know I've met you both through the Hero Dog Awards and it's been terrific to see you together. And we're just so happy for you on your your new life together. And I love the idea of a pop-up wedding. You might have created a new trend. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. Actually, you know, you brought up the Hero Dog Awards. That was our first date. It was. I, uh, you know, I, I, in a sort of, you know, strategic way of wooing Julie, she had gone back to, I met her on Home and Family, as uh-huh. uh, she brought Norbert on in her children's book. She's a children's book author, and along with her mother, have their company. But she was only here for a short period of time, so I was trying to work out, like, undercover, like, I really like you, but let's just disguise this as, I know you like dogs, and so do I, so why don't we go to this really cool Hero Dog Awards event, and then I'll see what she's really like and see if I get to know her better, and the whole time, it was just this wonderful, wonderful evening, and in fact, we, um, the song that played at that 
Hero Dog Awards by providing this, the pianist sang 100 Years, and that was the song that Julie walked to, I guess, meet me at the so-called makeshift altar or whatever. Um, so <laughs> oh. really, it really has... That here, the Hero Dog Awards is something that will always be a very strong anchor in our lives, and we have such great ties to it now. Oh, well, my goodness, you just made my entire week with that story. That's one of the most romantic and wonderful stories and happening at the Hero Dog Awards and the song 100 Years, which is one of my favorite songs and the way Pfeiffer Fighting did it for us at Hero Dogs, customized it for us dog lovers. But all I can say is, ah, oh, everyone I know is just, oh, this is wonderful. Wow. I'm just so happy for you both. And I, I know our, our listeners will be tuned. My goodness. Well, it almost seems, sorry to jump in, but you know, when yeah. you think about where we met doing a show on Hallmark, our first date was the Hero Dog Awards, which airs on Hallmark, and our really, our whole life seems like it's one big giant Hallmark card, mm-hmm. greeting card. <laughs> um, it really has, you know, we have been swept up in this really wonderful, and at the right time for me at least, a very wholesome sort of life shift, and you know, it has it. We have this sort of crowd media, you know, feeling to us, and I'm just very grateful for the opportunities that Hallmark has has provided for me. That's so beautiful. And I think we should be writing for a line of cards. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe so. I think you all are going to do the Valentine's line for Hallmark next year because clearly <laughs> Valentine's for humans and Valentine's for animals. You've all got it down pat, and I just think it's so beautiful. <laughs> well, Julie, what was it like for you to walk into this Hallmark family? Because I know how it is to be part of that family. It is so special, and it's such a, a warm and loving community. How was it for you to walk into home and family, meet Mark, and then really become part of the home and family family and the Hallmark family? It was and still is in some ways surreal because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking for for anything at the time and and meeting Mark and falling in love the way we did was so unexpected and magical. But the way and I moved across the country, you know, about six weeks after we met and just being embraced by everybody that's part of the show and at Hallmark has been absolutely incredible. It's such an honor and a privilege, it, it really, it's the only word that I keep thinking to describe it is magical, because it is, and it's all thanks to, well, mostly thanks to my little tiny dog who brought us together. So it's a very sweet story, and I also feel grateful that we're able to share our story with so many others, um, because, you know, our wedding and Mark's proposal were uh, included in segments on the Home and Family show, and so many people responded positively to that, and I think it gave other people hope of finding love and it's just it's just a, a really beautiful story you know what i think to stand on that comment for a second you know first of all it wasn't my proposal it was our proposal because my boys and i right. helped my two kids kind neighbor helped me propose and that to me by the way that's important as a father because and this may go back to what home and family is about but you know it's rare you know, it's sad that, you know, marriage to their mother didn't work out, but also, you know, they did have a chance to see their dad fall in love. They had a chance to see what it looks like, you know, from a, a more of an older child standpoint, you know, they're 13 and almost 15. So they have a chance to see what it's like so you can emulate that behavior. So they, they know what the standard should be when they fall in love one day and how that looked on them. And also to get them to be involved in, 
not being shy to express their feeling and affection towards that special someone because it's important that we teach that. You know, I grew up with a father who never really, you know, he's of that generation. You just don't say, I love you. You know, you know it, but you just don't say it. And, and I tell my kids every day. So I always want that, that particular four-letter word to free flowly from them on a daily basis. And Julie has been such a catalyst in their, of joy in their lives. So it really has been, you know, the show has been so wonderful to be able to share the experiences. And we, and, and Julie, you remember when we were, after we posted that, there were so many people who commented saying, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. There was a time where I just was, you know, thinking I could never find love and look what, look what you guys found in a simple handshake. So on I just, media. on social media. And, and that's where we, that's how it happened. It was, it was the minute I shook her hand, I was not expecting it and neither was she. And here we are a year later, a little over a year later, and in such wedded bliss. And, you know, it's just a wonderful time. Oh, well, again, I mean, I know there's a collective awe from everyone listening to today's show because it is so beautiful. And to be able as a father to show your your sons this important moment too and have them included is a beautiful thing. So I congratulate you, Mark, on that tune. It's beautiful to be able to show that as a father, man to man. It's really a great way to raise, raise you. your children. And I think it's being that role model is so important for me with my children because I didn't necessarily have that. And my mm-hmm. kids are very close, even though they do have a little bit of their disagreements. They do really respect one another, and that's so important as a father. Absolutely. Well, there's a fur baby in your home by the name of Norbert. I'd love to hear more about this precious little guy that I'm looking at his photo at right now. Three pounds, and I bet he rules the entire home. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> rules it with cuteness. He's uh, he's quite a character, uh, Norbert. He's a a registered therapy dog, so all of the work that Norbert and I do together, and by work I I mean volunteering, is really incredible and has changed my life in every way possible and just put me on this trajectory that I could have never imagined in my wildest dreams. He's a very unique little guy, and the question that most people ask about him is, what breed is he? <laughs> and how can I get one just like him? Right, right. But he, Norbert's actually one of a kind. He was the only dog in his litter, and he's just a mixed breed. It's a Chihuahua, Karen Terrier, Lhasa Apso, and I adopted him back in uh, 2009. Wow. I, I, you know, I keep referring. Well, first of all, I will say that to Julie, Norbert is this amazing therapy dog for her to find purpose in her life and to find a lot of what she does and for me, he is my Sunday sofa server. Um, we sit on the couch together on Sunday when I recharge, and he just cannot take it if I don't pick him up. And, and you know, he, he's so small, like he can't go up a flight of steps. Right. He can't mm-hmm. jump up on a sofa, and we even have a low sofa. He has a hard time going up any little, because he's just tiny. And people, right. I don't think, quite get that. I will, if I'm holding him, I learned this lesson very quickly. This, so he's so small that when I'm holding him, if I bend to drop him, you know, to set him down on the floor, if I go too fast, I realize to him, it's like he's bungee jumping because he just right. freaks out because he's coming to the earth so quickly. So I have to always go, here comes the earth, Norbert, and I have to very gently lower him. And he, you don't, he doesn't have the anxiety of his legs moving and be like, whoa. So, right. it, but it's really, it's, it's, he's very, very, very special. And I really think he's a, at heart a unicorn because of what he has done so much in Julie's life. Oh, 
Well, he's certainly, I mean, he's quite the dog. First of all, for listeners, he is so adorable. And I don't think I've ever seen a dog like him. And I'm at three pounds, so teeny tiny, which is amazing. But I love what he's done in terms of inspiring this incredible book, Norbert, What Can Little Me Do?, which I think is just (laughs) an incredible title. And I think that's so inspiring to so many people. Julie, can you share with us a little bit about your pathway to becoming an author and and putting together this book and uh, really creating the whole neighborhood that surrounds this beautiful dog, Norbert? Yeah, I would be happy to. Um, It's a story that I hold close to my heart. It had been a longtime dream of mine to publish a children's book with my mother as the illustrator because her name is uh, Dr. Virginia Fryermith and she's a life lifelong artist, and um, she's also an art educator, and I just have so much respect for her and her talent, and I, it was just a dream of mine since I was little, and after I adopted Norbert and we started volunteering, we thought that his story of sort of finding his special gift and, and purpose in life would be beautiful to translate into a children's book, and so we started our own mother-daughter publishing company and used that as a vehicle to publish the first book, Norbert, What Can Little Me Do? And he actually now has three books in this series. And I have to tell you, there's a cool connection with the Hero Dog Awards because this year, of course, Mark and I attended again. And one of the dogs, the therapy dog, Mango, uh, you know, who is in a wheel cart, I actually have known Mango and her mother for years through social media. And she's actually has a cameo illustration and two of Norbert's picture books. So this year was the first time I'm like tearing up at the Hero Dog Awards, I got to meet Mango and her owner, Judy. And it was a very special moment for me because I've been in touch with her just through essentially email over the years. So it was really special to kind of make that connection. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And Mango is a special dog. I mean, Mango's touched so many hearts, too. I mean, and that mm-hmm. incredible speech that she delivered when Mango was presented with the, the Therapy Dog Award was just powerful. And I know our friends at Chicken Soup for the Soul that sponsored that category love the fact that Mango's already been eating Chicken Soup for the Soul dog food. <laughs> and they talked to that, how much they love their dog food, and that made Chicken Soup so happy because they do so much for animals, too. And so it was, it was just a magical presentation with that beautiful Mango. And what a story there. What a story there. But back to your little guy and his story, social media. Boy, you've created quite a community on social media with Norbert as the center and the inspiration. Share with us why and and how you put that together. Well, sort of like everything with Norbert, our journey has unfolded organically, which is one of the things that I treasure about it. And it started first with the book, and then I slowly started just posting photos on social media on Facebook at the suggestion of my brother, just for fun. And then the audience, which now collectively we call the Norbert Hood, (laughs) uh, has grown over the years and is almost, I think, up to nearly a million people now between his different platforms. And it's so incredible to see how Norbert is a therapy dog, not only at the Children's Hospital here in Los Angeles where we volunteer, but also how he helps people around the world through his cute photos and videos. So it it really is an extension of the work we do as a registered therapy animal team. And it's amazing because Mark is such a gifted photographer. Mm -hmm. So some of the photos I've been able to share, you know, have been all thanks to to his creativity and, and talent. 
Oh, keep going on about how, how wonderful I am. Okay, I'm sorry, I was drinking my coffee. That, that's it. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Well, I have to say, what I love about Norbert is what I mean. He's been in what People, Time, In Style, USA Today, Huffington Post. I mean, his his resume is quite stunning. He's quite the star, which is what just, you've yeah. got a star studded yeah, home there. You know? Yeah, he's been on magazine covers. We were. We walked in New York Fashion Week this year. We were on the Harry Show and the doctors all over the place. And it's it's so much fun for me to meet all these people and do all these things and watch how they react to him because he's cute, you know, in the photos and videos. But in person, it's even more remarkable. And especially when we're at the hospital and visiting with children, it just changes the entire energy in a room. And it's so precious. He's just, you know, I don't know. Your listeners, like, it, his little tongue sticks out, and he has these huge ears. He looks almost like a cartoon or a, a teddy uh, stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does, too. He's just he's too precious for words. Well, Mark, I have to go back to you, and I know that you've been a longtime animal lover yourself, and, and I know you uh, have just always had that great relationship with animals. But you, you said you grew up, I think, in Iowa. What was were your first mm-hmm. animal in Iowa, your first pet? <laughs> My first pet was, her name was Penny. She was... Uh, Fox Terrier Part Chihuahua, and she, I remember when we when we rescued her, we adopted her, she was in the litter, and she, they used to, she was a little bit old, not older, but, you know, she was obviously a bit more mature, and the owner told us, like, you know, when they would leave, they would keep them, they'd want to keep them in the kitchen area, so they had, like, a long leash, but they would put it on the refrigerator handle, you know, and she would pull the refrigerator door open, <laughs> um, but, but Penny would... Penny was so sweet and she would always, and I, I, as a child, as you know, a young boy growing up, she would always sleep with me and she would want to get under the covers and sleep. I don't know how she did this, but she would sleep at the foot of the bed at my feet under the covers. And I'm like, that's where she loved to be. But you know, you just have that connection when you come home and they welcome you and they're sitting at the door and we had this conversation with my boys because now we have, you know, Fred, who's a golden, big golden, and mm-hmm. they were laying here, and Kai was sort of just kind of there, and Fred jumped up on the sofa, which he's not usually allowed on, but love usually wins over, and they do have unconditional love, and I and it opens up this conversation about teaching your boys really what, or my boys, what that really means and what it's about, and I said, do you ever notice how no matter what, you leave Fred, or you don't do this, or he's just always there, and he is always, you know, happy to see you and can't get enough of your attention. And you ever notice how when you're really sort of sad or down, he knows that and he'll come over and he'll just spray it, put his head on your lap. All of that is, is teaching the importance of what pets are about in our lives and how they're there for us and that they're very sensitive, especially Fred. My guy is extremely, well, and Norbert too, because if I try to give Julie a kiss, mm-hmm. Norbert is right there, one, the affection as well. And so is Fred too. I mean, they just... They know when love is in the room. They know when there's good, positive energy. They know if you're not feeling well. I've just always welcomed that into to our homes. I've had several dogs through the years. I think that's just beautiful, and that's really uh, all the mission at American Humane was what we exactly what we celebrate the incredible healing power of the bond with people and animals, but more importantly, how dogs make us better humans. And as we've gone through this incredibly um, challenging election cycle and such uh, negative news after negative news, it's so nice to go home and and see our best friend. And that best friend is, um, for me, that wonderful dog. (laughs) I have three of them and they greet me, you know, and it's all like, we don't care what happened today, you're home and we love you. And that unconditional love is the best thing ever, isn't it? 
It sure is. It's fun, too. And, we, and they make us laugh, too, by the way. I mean, when Fred gets all excited, you know, they get their boat, their sort of like peak of energy at some moment, random moment, and he'll start chasing his tail. And we would call him the white tornado because when he starts spinning, his fur goes flying off. And, and then I start going, to, you know, Fred, you're the fastest dog in the world, the fastest dog in the world. And he just tries to run across our hardwood floors. And he's it's like a dog on ice. And it's the funniest thing. He doesn't realize how big he is right and he thinks he's a lap dog like norbert and it's just fun but we laugh and we have such a great time with with both of them now that's great that's great is fred going to be a therapy dog like norbert <laughs> well fred actually was we had rescued or adopted him he uh-huh. was in spooky buddies and we went on the, the my boys were big fans of spooky buddies the movies and he was b-dog and we flew to canada and got on the sets and they were able to pick him up from the cast and um, we got him when he about maybe four months old and the footage of him because they they brought him to the house at like 5 30 in the morning and i woke the boys up and they were so small and i have all of this footage of you know video when he because i was working with entertainment tonight at the time Mm -hmm. and they kept telling us and we had just lost alex and they said whenever you're ready and so the boys wanted to alex was our, our german shepherd before and they have this moment of, and I always have it, it's a cherished video that they see the moment Fred came into our lives. And I woke him up and they were in little, little jammies and they came down the steps and Fred was just sitting there at the bottom of the steps waiting for him with his tail wagging. And it's nice to see, because you see through the years he's been in every piece, every fabric of our life. He's been a part of holidays and birthdays and just quiet moments on the couch watching America's Funniest Videos together. And he's just there. <laughs> And speaking of the holidays, it's quickly approaching. What are your big holiday plans? And I think I read that, Mark, you're going to be the new host of KTLA's Tournament of Roses Parade. Am I right? Yeah, we are actually. I know that it it was when this opportunity comes up and you get a phone call. I got a call. I was in the middle of doing Home and Family and Don Corsini over at KTLA, the station manager, calls and I've known him for years. And he said, hey, Steinitz. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you want to do the Rose Parade? And I'm like, wait, what? We're in a commercial break. Can I get back to you? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, but I need to know more. So we went out to dinner and we started talking about this and it's still sinking in. It's Lisa Gibbons and myself and we're stepping in and filling some big shoes but, you know, I think, yes, it's we'll be focusing on the Rose Parade this year. It's our first year doing it. We don't have a lot of downtime between the holidays because it's such a big, big time of year for Hallmark and Christmas mm-hmm. and whatnot. So we don't have a whole lot of plans, but that doesn't mean we don't have a whole lot of fun. We already started listening to uh, Christmas music, <laughs> thanks to Mark, because it's just so happy. <laughs> That's know. great. Of course, I did. I did. We've, we've had Hallmark Channel you. turned on for your movies, too. The Christmas movies are wonderful. So we, we have Hallmark on 24 hours a day at our home with the movies. It's great this time of year. It's amazing. Like when we shot our, we shot the Christmas primetime special last night and mm-hmm. you know, and one of the facts that was part of the copy to read and, and I, you know, read it and I'm like, they have 80 million viewers that come to Hallmark for the holidays to watch right. those, to watch the movies. And that's just, it blows my mind, but it also tells me that we're just still doing a lot of things right in this country and that we keep our family values where they need to be front and center during the holidays and tradition and that's what part of the trade, the, the Rose Parade is about, is being able to like uphold this tradition that's been ongoing. You know, this is the 128th mm-hmm. Rose Parade. And KTLA, I mean, and Hallmark takes the feed on KTLA, so there's a nice relationship that exists there as well. So it's very cyclical for me. It's a very wonderful 
moment. And I don't know, Julie, when, you know, she moved here from Carver, Massachusetts, and it was a very small town. And a lot of this is new to her. And, you know, last year we went up and here we are standing at the middle of the, you know, epicenter of where everybody's watching, you know, millions and millions of people tune in. And I remember when the B-1 jet flew, you know, bomber flew over top and over right over our heads. And I was like, this is like, it's so far from Carver, Massachusetts, or even Dubuque, Iowa, where I grew up and how we got here and the blessings that we count each, you know, each year during the holidays and being grateful. So, but it's, a, it's wow. um, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to a really wonderful, you know, just probably relax well, as much def- as possible for the holidays. Mark and Julie, thank you so much for being on today's show. I mean, I'm so moved that your first date was the Hero Dog Awards last year and that you're now married and that you walked down the aisle, Julie, as a beautiful bride to 100 years, that incredible song that Five for Fighting did at the Hero Dog Awards last year. Uh, I want to thank you, Toon, for sharing the story of Norbert and his incredible influence and uh, so many lessons learned through those very poignant and beautiful children's stories. So thank you so much for being part of our show today. Thank you so much. It was lovely to chat with you. Thank you, Robin. And friends, we will be right back after this brief message. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear, the rescue dog, was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And Lavette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end. And then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dinovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dinovite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dinovite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Want to know who the latest trendsetters are in Hollywood? How about Irish setters? Find out who's been spotted with Spot, chowing with their chow, and shopping for Gucci with their Poochie. Get the scoop on all the latest celebrity pet patter right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Well, what a great episode this week featuring Mark and Julie Steinus. What a beautiful couple they are, and they're so inspirational to me. Having met on Hallmark Home and Family, having celebrated their first date together at last year's Hero Dog Awards, and a year later being married. I just think it's an incredibly beautiful romantic story, and certainly a story of celebrating animals in our lives. Julie and Mark met because of Julie's beautiful therapy dog, Norbert. And I think uh, it's uh, so wonderful that they were able to meet through celebrating the work of the therapy dog that has changed so many lives. You know, friends, if you're interested in learning more about Norbert, he does have a Facebook page. He has tons of social media. So please just Google Norbert, the therapy dog, and you will 
find tons of information. But most importantly is his wonderful book series. He's got a book, Norbert, What Can Little Me Do? And of course, there's two others in that series. And I encourage you to get those perhaps as holiday gifts for some of your animal-loving friends. It's an international award-winning picture book. And when you see the picture of Norbert, you will truly fall in love. And friends, you know, as we enter the holiday season and we think about various gifts to get our loved ones, don't forget Chicken Soup for the Soul has a great series of books out, My Very Good, Very Bad Cat and My Very Good, Very Bad Dog, with proceeds going to American Humane, celebrating our mission and our rescue efforts. And as you get your home ready with all the holiday decorations, please remember to keep your pets safe. Visit AmericanHumane.org for the latest tips on how we can keep all of our animal friends safe during the holiday season. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode featuring Mark and Julie Steinis, their incredible love story, their incredible love for each other, and their love for animals. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week for another exciting episode of Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. This is your host, Dr. Robin Ganser. Remember this week and every week to be humane. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.